Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, all you pillow biters out there? Welcome to this week's episode of Pillows and Beer. I am in my trap house in Charleston. Craig is in Manhattan. He's in Paige's closet, I believe. And uh, just want to say what's up. What's up, Craig? Yeah, what's up, man? Actually, today I'm in the living room because she is doing press in the closet. So we've got a dual studio place up here now. Just went to the gym downstairs, which always makes me feel so much better. And after this podcast, we are finally going to see Top Gun. So I think it's time... (sighs) Lucky to go see you dude okay yeah, we're, so we're going to the i pick with like you know like the lay flat beds and i was like all right what i'm gonna eat some delta eight and just go watch top gun so in all the times that i've been in manhattan right which which <clears throat> i mean i know that you feel like you live there because you're there you know often right like you have experienced right. manhattan a bunch of times and prior to the show happening for me craig I actually wanted to, so I was in Charleston. I'd been there for like two, two, three years, but I was thinking heavily of moving to Manhattan because I'd always wanted to live there in my twenties. It didn't happen. Obviously things happened in Charleston. Um, and I never got a chance to live there, but I feel like I'm up there all the time. So for instance, I'm literally coming on Monday for three days. And then two weeks later we go back for our reunion. And then a couple weeks later, like, another thing for winter house. And then a couple weeks later is BravoCon. So it's like, it's definitely an interesting thing to see how much that I end up in New York. But where I was going with that was in all the times that I've been there, I've never been to a movie theater in the city. So is it like a normal sized movie theater or is it like smaller because everything in New York is smaller or what? No, it's huge. The I pick um, off of like Fulton street or whatever. It's like in a giant like mall essentially, or like big building. I don't know. I haven't been there in years. So it'll be funny to see how I describe it now. But I just remember you go up like a giant escalator and then there's like multiple theaters. Um, and then in this one, there are different pods. So they're like lay flat pods. Um, and they said that apparently they have like amazing sushi. So we're going to like eat there. Um, and, Craig, you're yeah. kind of making me potentially want to go see a movie. Yeah, you. I mean, I would do it if I was there. And apparently, there's a great movie theater in Times Square, like right by us. Um, so, because so I still want to see Thor. A couple weeks ago, or like a month ago, or whatever, when I went and saw it, one of our opening songs was a song that you're going to hear today. And at the time, you said that you didn't like it. And I want to know if after you see it. If you're like, wait, that song is awesome, right? Because it's the, it is the football scene. So it's, it's their version of the volleyball scene from the original Top Gun. Right. And so they do the football scene on the beach, which I'm sure that you've seen all sorts of pics and videos and whatnot of. And that's a song that's playing. So let me know if you're like, wait, the song's dope now. Because when, when I played it on the podcast, you were like, nah, I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, it's got to have some meaning for me. So um, I'm excited to do that yesterday. um, I didn't do much. I just, I like, we had like a big, um, big night in Charleston. Like we had Christmas in July wrapped up and I went to the New Mexican place. uh, Which Rancho Lewis. Yeah, Rancho Lewis, but it's great. Um, 
and I was a little tuned up. And then of course, Graham came over um, and just like, you know, we just told stories for a while, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to go back up to, it's funny that New York's become like a calmer place. I mean, whatever it's all, it's all up in the air. I mean, whenever our shows are on, which seems like, you know, all the time now, you you just, you look for those like outlets of like, you run into like a friend from like before all of this and you're just like, Hey, will you hang out with me and talk to me? Yeah. I mean, Craig, I I don't think that that can be, I mean, talked about enough. Like, so this past weekend was like the first weekend that I was in Charleston in, in what felt like a month. And I went on the boat and I like had brunch at Halls on Sunday because I just love Halls as I know that you know you do and we all do. And and after the weekend on Monday, you and I both were like, I don't think that we can podcast today because we both had this like level of anxiety of just like, I need like 24 hours, man. I need to just chill out for a little bit because that big old weekend will get you. And funny enough, when like we're out of town, when, when, when we're out of Charleston, we feel more at ease, especially when you're in a huge city, like, you know, New York city. Um, Yeah. It used to give me anxiety being like up here before when we would just run around like crazy people with Whitney. But now like, yes, it's, it's calm. Well, Paige's like apartment's very calming too. Like you've been here. Um, and like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just nice uh, I mean, to like have everything at your fingertips, but. That's funny too, because I mean, yeah, man, like. I eat less healthy here when I'm here though, because I just order everything. Yeah. I mean, episode six coming out on Thursday and you just sit there and you're like, we're in it right now. Like we are in it. And I mean, correct. We're never. I mean, you more than me, because you spent a bunch of time up there, you know, this summer, but obviously I, I was in the press a lot for a bunch of bullshit, but like, you know, it's just nonstop. Right. And now we're like right in the middle of it and we have so much more to go. <laughs> when we have, win- I have winter house interviews next week. Are you going to yeah. be up here? Yep. Yep. I'm flying in on Monday. I have winter house interviews on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, uh, Olivia and Catherine are coming up as well. Because they're doing Watch What Happens on Wednesday. Oh, cool. I'm yeah. glad Catherine found someone to do it with. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, okay, yeah. So I'll be here because I have stuff to do. Okay. So let's, um, let's. I'll bring the putter. like our spot stuff. or whatever. We'll, uh, we'll uh, figure out um, yeah, something to do. Yeah. So, you know, normally when I come, so I'm going to land late on Monday and then I normally just kind of do my interview and then I bounce. But, this time I'm gonna hang out on Tuesday night, like I did last time, which was a lot of fun, and uh, well, and, then, and then leave on Wednesday. You've become a, a pretty funny meme recently. <laughs> I thought you would just put it on your feed. Well, before it became a meme, well, no, I guess you I, did. I mean, like... I did. I posted it first and foremost. Um, yes, but the meme of me leaning out on Watch What Happens is hilarious to me because. Obviously, we had just done our podcast. So a girl sent me the screenshot and, and, and I responded to her and I was like, thank you so much for this. This is so funny. And then I texted you and you were like, that has to be a hard post. And so I made that the last slide and we had just talked about uh, Emmanuel the Emu 
So those were the vibes that I was getting. I mean, what were you trying, what was happening in that moment? Okay. So you look like the email. I'm, I'm pretty sure that I was leaning forward to fix my shoelaces. And when I was leaning forward, I looked left and I saw the teleprompter that Andy was reading. And, and in my head, I was like, all right, what, what, what little dig is, you know, Andy about to throw at me. And then what I didn't realize is that if I can see the teleprompter, then the teleprompter can see me too. <laughs> so I'm just funny. sitting there and like, I'm kind of reading it. It was like a five, like a five second thing. And I just thought that it was hilarious. And now it's turned into, I, I mean, I get tagged in like 10 a day. And I think it, they're funny. It, it, it cracks me up. Like that is a meme. I mean, it literally can be anything. And I've been tagged in lots of things. So I, I just find it funny. I mean, most of them are nice and funny. I'm sure that a few of them are mean and nasty, but like, I, I, I don't really pay attention to those, but um, yeah, I'm a meme, Craig. I made it. Yeah, well, that probably at Andy. one point in our life I text funny. Right. right. <laughs> um, now I texted if I see Andy my face on the internet. I'm like, just go. Away. Um, so I texted Andy one where the caption over Andy was me trying to go to the bathroom, and then the caption over me was my dog. Yeah, and, that's pretty good. And and I texted Andy and said, "Have have you seen any of these? I'm fucking dying." Uh, I bent over to fix my shoelaces, then noticed the teleprompter and started trying to read it. And he said, oh my God, that's so funny. I remember when you did that. I love this. It's so good. <laughs> oh so, yeah, because I guess he probably saw it on the screen and was like, well, there's Austin's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually think that his face at one point was like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> like, like he kind of had like a face of like, you know, get out of there. But um, the fact that Andy thinks it's funny and... and um, Ooh, I might text my stylist today and tell her the reunion date so I feel prepared. I mean, this would be the first time. Well, it's funny because I usually go the night before or the day before and get my outfit, which would give most people like a heart attack. And then I tried to plan mine last year and it just didn't work out. But the whole thing was kind of a scratch for me. Um, I feel <laughs> so, that way too. By the, well, no, look, I, I think this that, year, your jacket was funny. Cool. Yeah, your jacket was like your piece of clothing that, that, that you wanted you know, people to see. And it just didn't um, work. It didn't. Right. So, so I feel this way about everything that we do. And when I went to watch what happens live, I was in the green room and, and I was having just like a crisis mode. I was like, Katie, what the hell am I going to wear? Because I only brought like a, like a few things. And I was like, I'll figure it out. I'll mix and match. And then I got there and I was like, Katie, I'm literally dressed by J crew right now, like shit. And I'm literally about to go on. And then the Miz was dressed in this like, you know, three yeah, he was suit. up. Dude, he had a vest on prior to that. And I was like, take that vest off. I look like a clown next to you. And he's like, no, 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 man, you look great. You look great. And his shoes were like sparkly and probably like a couple grand, you know, and I'm sitting there wearing like J crew pink pants and like a J crew button down. And so I feel that way too, where it's just like, I don't want to think about it, but the girls think about it way, way, way far in advance. Like, you know, they're already freaking out about it and they've already contacted people. And then, you know, you and I are going to figure it out like the week of and well, and we do our own hair, but right. Cause no one does it right. 
Yeah, and then exactly. I mean, makeup is important, but that's hit or miss on us. <laughs> and um, I mean, it is be, a hit or miss. It'll be. Yeah, I mean, I guess this isn't the podcast for talking about. Um, you know, we were texting today, and I was like, "Just keep your head down," and all I we know. can do is control our reactions. And um, yeah, so which is uh, so much easier said than done, as you know, because from time to time you don't mean to, but you know, you're flipping through, and then you're like, "Oh, and there's a caption that just pissed me off," or something yeah, and, like that. And you're like, "Well," and you don't have the context, and you're like, "All right, well, I hope viewers have the context." And um, I know, I just like hope all the time, Craig, that viewers are smart. I'm like, please read through the lines on this and see, please. It's entertainment. Please. Just have fun. Watch it with fun. Um, I've gotten our buddy Yarbrough is moving to Australia and that I, has ignited an itch that. under me that I'm like, that runaway itch. I mean, I would be bringing Paige with me, but just like, you know, loving just moving to Australia for a half a year. I know. And couple that with our Greece trip falling through at the moment. It's kind of sad. Well, that's because it's a Whitney trip and Whitney's trips don't ever really pan out. Right. He's like, Hey guys, I don't think we'll uh, be able to go in. (laughs) If you spend $10,000 to get here, then I'll buy you lunch. And you're like, Whitney, that is not an incentive. That is not an incentive. And then we said yes. And he was like, oh, well, I ran into Patricia at the salon. And because where I get my eyebrows done, I think she does her color. Um, And I was like, hey, like, you know, might be going to Greece with Whitney or something. And she like gave me this look and I was like, unless it was like a drunken invite. And she's like, I think it was. And I was like, I, I did that exact same thing, by the way, Craig, I, um, I ran into her at green screens and we were chatting and I told her that the boys were thinking about going to Greece, uh, for a week in August. And she was like, Oh my gosh, you totally should. You know, the house is beautiful and gorgeous and, and it should be open because I don't think that she's going until September. And I'm like, hmm, because Whitney's telling us that the house is pretty full because she's going to be there during the... Anyways, just just a typical bullshit, you know, fall through. I want to get him on here and like he would... he would, I mean, he just gets so flustered, but like I have trips that I took with him in the beginning of this show, like... We found ourselves in the pro, like hairiest of situations in New York City. <laughs> yeah, Did and I, like it wouldn't be Paris. appropriate unless he was here, and like he would deny it all. But I remember it like night and fucking day. Oh, Craig, I already know what his response would be to us saying like, "Oh, you know, the trip fell through because it's like a Whitney trip." He'd be like, "No, no, no, that." That's because you two idiots can't figure out anything, right? And we'd be like, Whitney, all that we asked you to do was tell us the date and we would fly there. And he'd be like, no, yeah, no, no, we no, actually no. said yes. Don't put this shit on me because 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 you know, you two are so like inept at figuring out, you know, your own lives that you're blaming me for this. Like Well, we had to make sure too that the house was free. I was right. like, as long as the house is actually free, which the only reason this matters is we're being asked to go on an impromptu trip. If we were to plan a trip to Greece, sure, but we're not. It's not the right time to do that for us. We're too busy. But if he does have this like free house, sure, we'll pop over. But I remember 
we were both kind of short on cash at the time. I think you a little more than me, which it always fluctuates. But at this time, you were brand new to the show, and Whitney convinced us to go to Miami and was like, everything is taken care of. I got your room. I got your room. And we got there, and we found out quickly that I got your room meant that he reserved the room for us, but we had to pay for it. Remember walking room, up to the yes. counter? And the room and was they like, were like 600 okay, bucks a tonight. Yeah. And then they were like, we need a credit card. And me and you were like, we're not in the place to like just be like randomly spending all this cash in Miami. And that was because Whitney told us to come. So then you and I impromptu, the flight there was probably another like 500 bucks, right? And so we're like, yeah. hey, we're spending money on that. And then a couple nights there, yeah. And Whitney just made it seem like, no, no, no. You know, the production company has it taken care of. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, was that the start of my, did I end up in the Bahamas? That might've been the start of my like whole trip no. because he was like, come help me cast the show or something. Well, right, in Bimini, yeah. and we wanted to go, but I didn't bring my passport. And once again, I'm like, Whitney. And he's like, well, that's on you, motherfucker. Right, that's what he loves to do. He loves to blame yeah. us for everything. He's like, what were you in you. Paris? You should, always, you should always travel with your passport, you idiot. Right, and you're like, okay, Whitney. No, Craig, that's when you <laughs> I actually did Miami. start after that, though. I did, I always have it in my book bag now. Yeah, I need to know, Because recently, when I've been traveling, Craig, they like go to put it in the system and sometimes it doesn't ping. And I missed yeah, my flight coming scan. back from New York on Wednesday or whenever the hell it was. I missed my flight because he made me go to the normal line. And I was like, oh, I'm at the front of the line here. And then I had to go and wait for 15 minutes in the normal line. I missed my flight by five minutes. And I was like, I cannot believe that that just happened all because my yeah, usually they'll just ping. like hold it under the laser, like right. blue light and or check like, your boarding pass and my boarding pass said TSA and that was annoying as shit. So, so Whitney and I went to, well, Whitney just happened to be in Paris and I just happened to be in Paris and he tells me to meet up. So I think that Paris and maybe, um, Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, wait, where did Shep just go? Dubai. Dubai. Okay. Is that Abu Dhabi? No. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that stuff. What, what a brain fart. Okay. I think that they're the only places where there's such a thing for a six-star hotel. Okay? So yeah. you know, there's five-star, which is Ritz. And if you go to Dubai, they have six stars. I think that Paris has those as well on the Champs-Élysées. No, they are not the same. It's made okay. up. Oh. The United Emirates, Arab Emirates, is made up of seven different Emirates, like states. Okay. Google's a hell of a thing. Okay. So there there are these like five-star plus hotels. They call them something in Paris. Anyways, basically what it means is that it's buku dollars to you know go to. So Whitney was like, meet me here and um, we will get a drink prior to me going to dinner and doing this. And then we'll meet up later. So I go to this place and you know Whitney's telling me about how he how he used to come here as a kid and, you know, growing up and this and that. And I was like, your childhood was far different than mine. <laughs> right. And so. Oh yeah. yeah. They used to fly on the Concorde. Exactly. Remember that? Like, and I didn't know what the Concorde yeah. was. And you know, Whitney was like, you uncultured swine. I was like, all right, my bad. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I had never met anyone that had flown on it because it was such an exclusive thing. You know, what was it? Four hours, New York. Why isn't Paris? it like a thing anymore though? Well, they were extremely dangerous and 
they flew faster than like the sonic booms were i remember being told the sonic booms like it was like if were too disruptive for the towns that they were flying into but i also think they were pretty unsafe but wait why was the all right keep telling me about your story so meet up with whitney um i'm with uh a girlfriend of mine Alexandra, who everyone out there has met a few times because she's been on the show before. She's my hilarious blonde friend. Um, and we meet up with him there and we have some drinks. And then Whitney's like, all right, uh, I have to take off. Um, but I took care of this and I'll see you later. So, so then we're like, all right, well, we don't have to leave. So let's get one more cocktail. And we get another cocktail and then the bill comes and we're like, excuse me, but, but our friend said that he took care of the bill. And she was like, nope. And I was like, huh, all right, what's the damage? It was like 540 euro. I was like, fucking classic Whitney, you know, just doesn't think about money the, like the way that the rest of us do, right? Where I'm like, dude, that's not casual. That's not casual. And well, back then that was probably like a grand. Yeah, or like eight hundred yeah. bucks. Now it's not eight eight hundred dollars. Yes, it it was because my girlfriend One and a half. Alexandra was like, "What the fuck, Austin? I wasn't planning on." And I'm like, "I know, I know." Uh, and then we meet up with him later, and he's like, "I didn't do that. I paid for it." And I'm like, "Right, right, right, right. got it." <laughs> right. My, so like, my one cocktail was uh, three hundred and twenty euro. Sweet. I uh, so the Concord was super sun. I was just nervous to say that word because I was like, there's no way there's a commercial airliner that was supersonic. It was. It took three and a half hours to get from New York to Paris, which is awesome. But it required an insane amount of fuel and it was too expensive and demand wasn't there. But it looks like they're coming back. So we're going to do a little more research on that for next week. But yeah, I think the Miami trip, Austin, was that the one where I left you in Miami? Yes. Yeah. I was like, get me out of here. Uh, on Saturday morning, you took off after a big wild night with a couple of players on the Florida Panthers. Yeah. Because I called his wife. I thought that his wife worked at 11, which is basically a strip club. And I'm I ordered, still confused what I ordered 11 a vodka. is. I ordered, <laughs> yeah. I mean, in Miami, they play by their own rules, right? So, like, they're like, no, you know, this isn't like a, you know, this is a club. Well, also, all of the girls that were at the table were dressed the same as the cocktail waitresses. So, yes, I guess if you were being a little more observant, you would have understood that that she was more. But if you weren't paying attention and just going by how she was dressed, yeah, I could see why you ordered a drink from her. Yeah. And I don't even know at this point if he took great offense to that or not, but um, I think I excused myself from the table. Whitney's stories are just I know they are. And, and and he's such a he's so, like you know <laughs> obviously if like he heard all this he'd be like motherfucker stop talking about me on the podcast stop yeah, it he would stop it right out. now yeah, Whitney out. would freak out and he this isn't even that bad we're no, it's not bad at telling all. these stories with him in mind because he would never cop to any of this and that's why like it would be funny to have him on but he would just be like that never happened that never happened yeah he, he called me this morning and it it was like 1030 or whatever. And, and he was like, Hey baby, what are you wearing? You know, that's how he answered the phone. It's yeah. like, I'm going to the gym, Whitney. Um, yeah, he's a character and God, we have to get him on. We have All to. All right. Get him well, on. let's take a quick commercial break for Nick and his friends to tell us about our incredible sponsors. 
um, and we'll be right back. It's too nice out there to be too damn high. Just because we've aged out of summer break doesn't mean we don't need to chill out. Ditch the munchies, paranoia, and potency of today's weed with dad grass. Look, as you know, Austin and I both like to dabble with certain things and make ourselves feel better, but sometimes it's just it's just nice to mellow out, but still be able to function throughout the day, which is where dad grass comes in handy. Dad grass is legal, organic hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Dadgrass CBD products are made with 100% organic hemp. That's easy to dose, and the effects come on smooth. <clears throat> they offer a variety of products from their token smokable pre-rolled joints, as well as hemp flower and a variety of CBD tincture drops. Enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S., Go to dadgrass.com slash pillows and beer to check out their products. Whether you're looking for a new buzz or a chill way to enjoy an old favorite, Dadgrass will leave you in a euphoric mood. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash pillows and beer. Go to dadgrass, D-A-D-G-R-A-S-S dot com slash pillows and beer for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash pillows and beer. Welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. I am in New York City. I'm joined by my co-host, Austin Kroll. We are doing this on our own today. Um, he's at his house in Charleston. The weather up here is a little cooler, but man, is it hot on the East Coast. Um, I just learned that the reason it's such a big deal in Europe, like this heat wave, is they don't have air conditioning. Is that true? Because I was like, that would make a lot more sense why everyone's like freaking out. I feel like that's a thing, right? The Europeans don't really have the central AC unit. The right, way they have those do. units on like the like on top of the like between the ceiling and the wall. Like yeah. those. Wait, between the ceiling. I forget what they're called. Like they're long units. Like. At the top of the wall. I don't know right, 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 right. You're right. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that does but, not make uh, sense to me, but but you know, maybe so. And the UK is like melting right now. Oh, we're wishing everyone well. Hey, I've run out of things to watch. I have been watching Lude on Apple TV, but they're quick episodes. So I just rewatched Parks and Rec again, and I rewatched Scrubs. And I was very nostalgic. Um, Did you watch those shows? I definitely watched them a little bit but no i was never like like how i met your mother into them you know i didn't oh, follow I didn't, them uh, like, see i didn't like how i met your mother it was too goofy for me it was okay but and you like new girl and not how i met your mother <laughs> you make no sense all right well okay so so parks and rec is funny to me because of chris pratt um, yeah he's great like, and aubrey Plaza that, he, well you know, they're all funny, but I'm saying in the sense of that and like where where he was then to where he is now is just like a mega movie star, right? He's in you know, the Marvel Universe and Jurassic Park and he's just crushing it and uh, the Terminalist. But then back then he's just like a fat kind of doofy, you know, whatever that he plays. And, and it cracks me up to see him him there and then to where he is now. Um, yeah, because what's the uh, – I mean – you you just been off the grid. You don't have any pop culture that has annoyed you this week. I mean, I I feel like I haven't had like enough time. I I, 
I don't know, but but I do have two things, Craig. So uh, on Hulu, I implore you to watch these two shows. One is called uh, The Bear, okay? And it's about um, like a renowned chef who comes back to Chicago to run his brothers who who's just passed away, sandwich shop. So he is like, he has worked in like the French Laundry and Noma and like Alinea and here and here. And then he comes back to run like, you know, just some whatever Chicago hole in the wall sandwich shop. And it's actually really dope. And is it pretty spot on to like restaurants? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like a yeah, 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 kitchens yeah. run. I mean, that's like the whole kind of purpose of the show. So like, I don't think that they would like, they definitely paid a lot of, um, of attention. Did, did you ever watch uh, Shameless? No. Okay. Jesus. So, but I watched Waiting. I just rewatched you know, Waiting. Phillip, you know, Philip and Lip is, is the main character. His nickname is the bear. Um, and then the other one is with Jeff Bridges. It's called, it's called the old man. It's really dope. And he is a retired CIA agent. And it begins with him being like, oh shit, they found me, right? After 30 years of him kind of being off the grid and changing like his name and this and that. And he's like, they found me. And now he turns into like, you know, John Wick kind of shit. What's it called? The Old old Man. Because there's a new one with Ryan Gosling called The Gray too that I haven't watched. Yeah, The Gray Man. Um, And it just greenlit uh, the second movie for that. What second movie? They they just greenlit a sequel for The Gray Man. Oh. Have you watched it? Like the first one? I watched the first uh, 45 minutes of it, but I was kind of falling asleep. I mean, it's so action heavy. I wasn't falling asleep because it's boring. I was falling asleep because it's just, there's just like a, like a lot going on and I couldn't dedicate myself to listen to it the whole time. Well, I have a pretty crazy conspiracy theory okay. today. It has to do with the Malaysia airline jet that went down. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That they couldn't find it, right? It just kind of like fell off the map. Yeah. So yeah. on in 2014 in March, Malaysia Airlines jetliner carrying over 200 people, you know, disappeared on that red eye flight. They were headed to Beijing. Um, well, basically... You know, obviously they couldn't find it for a while, so it resulted in, you know, some crazy, pretty wild conspiracy theories. But someone posted basically that they received a voicemail from a passenger on Malaysia Airline flight, um, whatever it was, when the plane was going down. And they didn't realize what the voicemail was for a couple of days until after the crash. And the guy didn't know the other guy like on the line. And basically the voicemail said, I am on, you know, this is Malaysia flight, blah, blah, blah. You hold on danger SOS. It is dire for you to evacuate because cautious. They are not human. SOS danger. SOS is what the voicemail said. So it is dire for you to evacuate because cautious, be cautious. They are not human. SOS danger. SOS. That was the voicemail apparently recorded in the cockpit um, because when then they found the black box recording, that's what it said. Um, The voicemail also gave a series of numbers, and that is where the plane ended up 
you know, being found. So basically aliens took down that Malaysia flight. So a passenger, <clears throat> just to summarize, a passenger left a voicemail at the last minute saying, don't trust them. They aren't human. Well, yeah, like he was basically saying, like, you all need to evacuate like they're not human. So someone on the plane was saying that um, basically the guy that tweeted this is claiming now that people are taking pictures of him, you know, outside his home at 3 a.m. He's getting strange calls on his cell phone. Um, he's being warned to delete all of his posts. Uh in the message, an automated female voice read off a series of letters in the phonetic alphabet that spell out the message. Yeah, the one that I just read. Um, basically, the conspiracy ends up saying that, wow, 9% of Americans polled believed it. Um, and you are part of that 9%? No, I think I have disproven this. I wanted it to be true. Just as you were talking about it, you're like, wait a minute. This well, no, I, I mean, as I read about it today, I was like, no, there's no way. But part of me, you know, the conspiracy theorist in me says, of course, they're not going to say it's real. Like, of course, the Internet's going to be like, no, that definitely didn't happen. And they would do anything to get that recording back. I mean, it kind of all of this alien stuff's just kind of increasing. But I think that's always, how it's always been. Um no, they actually never found the plane. Sorry. Yeah, this one basically, I don't know. Aliens took it. That's where the plane <laughs> is. Aliens took the plane. Everyone, yeah, was abducted. And, um, dude, honestly, the planes that fall out of the air are, they don't make any sense. I mean, some of them, there was a one a couple of years ago that I was like, I, you know, in my mind, I'll be honest, it was shot down on accident and it had to be covered up or it would start like an absolute massive international, you know, fiasco. But I think some of these planes that just fall out of the air and like there's no warning and no reason for them and some that like are never found is because they were blown out of the sky on accident. Like they were, you know, someone thought it was a military plane or but you know, conspiracies need more than two minutes to tell you why uh, yeah. no, it's you true. are why you are the wrong one, and I am the informed. <laughs> that that is what conspiracies are. I, I'm like you know reading all of these articles that I'm like you know thinking about. <clears throat> like one of these says, I like just click clicked on an article where it says. A model started a five-hour-per-day sex diet in order to get in shape so she can win Miss Bum Bum 2022 in Brazil. So I had to click on that. And I'm just like, she is literally having five-hour sessions to burn enough calories, right? Because when you have sex, obviously, it's it's uh, like a workout, right? And so you're burning calories. But five hours just seems like a job rather than like, you know, pleasure. You're like, are we done yet? Yeah, that sounds, that sounds like Exhausting. someone who is trafficking someone would say like, oh, no, well, no, I mean, that's dark. But like, I'm just saying, like, that sounds absurd. Like, I, I understand, like, I applaud your your effort, but like going to the gym. Yeah, like that just sounds exhausting. 
So then to burn the calories, I started the sex diet. It's five hours of sex a day, at least four days a week. I want to lose 13 pounds. So it's not 13 five pounds. straight hours. I know. I can, we <laughs> 13 pounds. Send her to Swole. <laughs> Jesus, send her to Swole. He, well, she lives in Brazil. And so cut I combined out sugar. pleasure. Cut out sugar and And cars. sodium. And dude, just like the way to lose that weight. Come on. I think that we all know by now, people, the way to lose that weight. Like you can go to your you know, hit workout classes all that you want. The only way to lose that weight is the diet. And I say that as if like I'm some fit man, but like, yeah, I'm not willing to do it. So that's why I'm not cut because changing what you eat is the whole, I mean, I, that's how I lost all that weight. It's so fucking hard, man. So it's like, you have to cut out sugar, cut out, you know, sodium. Basically, if it tastes good, don't fucking eat it. Right. And then you go to the gym. So it's like an 80, 20 split. Everyone, right. I hope to God, knows that by now. Like, like you could literally get down on the ground right now and do 1,000 sit-ups a day. That does not mean that you're going to have a six-pack until you change your diet. So um, having sex, sh- sure. I, I, I mean, that's, that's good. Craig, why don't, why don't you, know, you and Paige do it and see if you can have sex for five hours and come well, back Well, she me. just walked in the room. That's what I'm laughing. Paige, we're talking <laughs> about a model in Brazil that has sex five hours a day as her diet. <laughs> That is a lie. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And like that's, you're not able to do that. Right. I mean, four days a week, five hours a day. Look, I mean, unless she's just like finding, wait, <laughs> what did she say? Two. Yeah. Well, right. Okay. See, that is a good point too, because unless she's finding just like, you know, different men, right. If like she's switching it up, like, you know, weekly or like daily. And she's just like, banging a bunch of a bunch of different men there's just no way that the same man is just doing that no, five it's times a, silly, a day it's a silly claim that's a, no, i'm yeah, yeah. putting it's that in craig's claim. conspiracy okay all right instead of you pop culture i actually freaking agree with that because that is a way for her to make a freaking headline like that is a way for her to be talked about which we are doing right now so good for you you brazilian model yeah now everyone's gonna google it now it's gonna um, google it What's uh, and this will be it for today. We'll make it a quick one. What if you could go back and like watch um, any period of time in history? When would you like want a window into it? Which honestly, a lot of history consists of some pretty dark shit too, though. So, okay, I mean, so there's a I'm lot actually... that I would want to see, but it would be fucked up too. Um. Okay, so this is what I have to say about it. There's actually a movie about it, okay? It's called Midnight in Paris, and it's with Owen Wilson, right? So Owen Wilson uh, is in Paris, and it's so funny because I told my dad to watch it because he's exactly like this. And he's like, oh, just imagine, you know, back in the 30s, you know, Dolly and, you know, Ella Fitzgerald and, and, and you know, Ernest fucking Hemingway, they had all lived here and partied together and drank and had these parties and this and that. And oh, what a time to live. What a time to live. I wish to God that I could see it. And then at midnight, you know, he's somehow transported back to the 30s of freaking Paris and he meets all these people. And so what happens is a person that he meets in the 30s is enthralled with what life would have been like in the 20s. 
and then and then she, and then he's like, wait, but why would you want to go back to the twenties when like you're living in the best time period ever and you don't even know it? And she's like, well, that's the point. I don't know it. I want to live in the twenties. And she goes to the twenties and someone wants to live in like, you know, the 1900s. And, yeah. and it's an interesting movie that it's like, if you want to go I've back never to seen that. the seventies, yeah, it's great. If like you want to go back to, you know, the eighties and you know, there's someone in the eighties that wants to go back a decade prior and a decade prior. So that is interesting. And with all that said, the 70s. I would just really, really want to see what it was like back then. Go to Yeah, but all right. I'm 54. saying like prior to like 1600. Like I'm saying oh, way back. Not like okay. the 70s. Okay. Like for me, I've always been obsessed. <laughs> like I want to see the gluttony. I really went surface level there, didn't I? Yes. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I want to see the gluttony of... <clears throat> like game of thrones times like sure. where and, and i know there was a lot of suffering and a lot of like really fucked up shit but like how kings and queens lived back then because sure. the way we picture it is with like our kind of conveniences of this era right but they didn't have like like i want to see what their plumbing was like and like the creative ways that they like you spent all of their want to wealth. see what their plumbing was like craig I know they didn't have plumbing, but like they, like, I, like, I just feel like it was so, I mean, these were some of the worst people ever, right? They hoarded all of the wealth and their people starved, but I want to know what they spent it on. Like, I really want to see how right. gluttonous they like ate. Eating like, like a lamb, a leg and like, you know, lobster and shit just every single night. And then Why? like, what would you do? Babe? Marie Antoinette is at the same time. 1400s um and like the pyramids but i feel like i don't know though Paige, because women were not respected back then let me put you on the output say it again i said i don't know Paige, because women were just not respected back then they were not held in very high regard y'all were just you know considered like a baby maker so marie antoinette obviously was like and like changed or tried to tried to but Living back then uh, as a, a woman. What? You got banished. Your other year. Can you hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound funny. I went to Versailles one time and I only wanted to see where she lived and they banished her to like another part of Versailles. Oh, right, right, right. There's a movie about it. Right. There's a movie with Matt Damon and Adam Driver. And so she was banished because she claimed that another man, like like a high-born man, had made advances on her. And the man was like, Psst. Well, he probably did. Oh, my God, yeah. of course he did. He yeah, probably raped her. Let's just, yeah. let's just be honest. He probably you know, raped her. He was like, I am a man, and, and, and I'm going to do what I want when I want, even though that it's my, you know, quote-unquote, friend's wife. And so she made the claim and they were like, if it comes out that you were lying, like we will like, you know, hang you or whatever. And she was like, no, I'm not relenting. I'm doing this. Okay. That's interesting. So I, I think that's cool. But she, she uh, really, really went for it. The false I mean, accusations. Record with your shirts off. With, yeah, I know. I kind of, <laughs> I like that. He's just like. Yeah, like that. I put a shirt on for this because I thought it was weird, but yeah. Um, if it wasn't so dirty, so that's the period I would want to watch, but I would be a pirate. 
I want to, I think it I, be- Craig, done. <laughs> ding, 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 Craig. I think I'd be a bitchin' pirate. I'd be drinking rum. Fuck yeah, it would be awesome. Just be, taking it, shit, treasure. It would be awesome. And our, we basically are pirates. <laughs> We've been pirates for years and years, Craig. Yeah. We are the modern day pirates. We like show up to some city, we pillage and plunder, and then you know we leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't sound. <laughs> Paige, that's the nicest thing you've yeah. ever said about us. When Craig was single, yes, like, we were pirates. We show up to parties we're not invited to, drink everyone's liquor, and steal their girlfriends. Steal their girlfriends. They're coming with me. Oh wow! With that, um, wow, I can't think of the word endorsement from Paige. I think that uh, wraps up this week. Yeah, we're gonna go. We can just put our comfy clothes on. I think. I love evening. that. A Delta 8, and we're going to go order everything on the menu at this movie theater. Cool. Y'all have fun. And uh, you want to take us out, Craig, or me? Go for it. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, thanks for tuning in this week to episode of Pillows and Beer. I believe I called y'all Pillow Biters at first. We're still trying to tweak that name. See, Pillow Hoppers. I know that Craig likes the Pillow Biter term until I told him what that means. Anyways... (laughs) Love you all, and until next week, Craig, have fun at Top Gun, pal. Later, y'all. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.